Hello guys, and welcome back to EDS Jags History. Today, we're going to be talking about arguably the biggest bombing in history, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Today, we have my fellow podcaster, Matthew, and myself, Charles. Hi everyone, thanks for dropping by. Now let's get to the good stuff. This was a sad, devastating event that killed 150,000 people and was a big hit to the Japanese. This will always be remembered as one of the most polarizing war events in history. One side believes that it was necessary to unleash the bomb to win the war, and the other thinks it was unnecessary, claiming a more peaceful solution was possible. However, however controversial this attack may be, I personally think that this was a fascinating event. And that's why we're going to take a dive into its history today. Even before the war began, European refugees became concerned with possibilities of German nuclear weapons. In 1940, the U.S. began to fund its own nuclear weapon research program called the Manhattan Project. During the next several years, scientists worked on producing plutonium and uranium. Using parts, scientists had developed the A-bomb. The A-bomb was made uh, and tested in New Mexico. By the time the bomb was done, Germany had surrendered, and although Japan was still in the war, their chances of winning were small. Now, with Japan trapped in a corner but not giving up, it seemed fit to use the deadliest weapon in the world at the time to squeeze the last bit of defiance out. Hiroshima was bombed by a B-29 named Anoige, killing more than 80,000 people at 8.15 a.m. in the morning of August 6, 1945. Three days after the bombing of Hiroshima, Nagasaki was bombed by a B-29 named Boxcar, killing more than 60,000 citizens at 11.02 in the morning of August 9, 1945. Some of the injuries. No, the aftermath of the bombings were horrible. More than 40% of the cities were demolished, and with major hospitals now flattened, health care for the injured was nearly impossible to get. Some of the injuries of this war were horrible. Looking directly, the blast could actually burn your eyes out. Definitely a grisly way to go out. The blast could burn you with radiation is so powerful, it would leave a permanent untreatable reminder of the experience on your skin. It seems insane that some of the victims were actually able to survive this. Yet, for the victims, there were still more bad things to come. After the bombings, their injuries, burns, and bodies were examined to see the effects of radiation. These examinations were performed on the dead and the living victims alike. Imagine suffering that. For the rest of their lives, victims were haunted with cancer, birth defects, and tumors as a result. On August 15, 1945, Emperor Hirohito announced Japan's surrender on a radio broadcast. This event not only ended World War II, it kickstarted the Cold War by introducing the use of nuclear weapons. Many scientists that worked to create the A-bomb for America defected and told the Soviet Union. The secret recipe. 
This resulted in a long, perilous, and nerve-wracking time period known as the Cold War, lasting 45 years. Although a long amount of war was to follow this bombing, for a short while there was peace. And the bombing perfectly fit the motto of World War II, never again. And before we leave, I just wanted to ask you something, Charlie. Yes? Uh, what do you think about, do you think it was necessary to bomb the thing, or do you think it wasn't? Honestly, I, honestly, I don't think that it should be that big. It should be, like, a smaller bombing, just a normal bombing, or, like, they do a raid, like the Incheon raid and, uh, in South Korea for the Korean War. Okay. That's an interesting input. And for me, I personally think it's hard to think. But although uh, I really hope that they could have, like, uh, you know, done something smaller or, like, found a peaceful way, I feel like if the only actual way to have gotten Japan to get up would have had been to bomb. And sadly, although it killed many lives, and I wish we hadn't done it, I think it was the only way to persistently do it. I respect your opinion, and I hope you respect mine, Charlie. I do. So, thank you. thanks for listening to this episode of the EDS Jags podcast. See you next time, and goodbye. See ya.